Hey guys, so welcome to the second episode of The Bay. Um, today is Friday, June 12th, and for this episode, we wanted to talk about just what it feels like to grow up in the Bay Area. Um, there's a lot of stuff to unpack here, and we all have similar and also different experiences. And so just to start off the podcast episode, we wanted to address the idea of what is the Bay Area? To me, like, since I grew up in the Bay Area my whole life, and I'm still here. So a little bit of background, I was born in Mountain View, California. And I moved to San Ramon when I was pretty young. And now I go to Berkeley for college. And so the Bay Area has always been home for me. But it wasn't until I went to college when I realized that it is a very unique place. And meeting a lot of people from not in the Bay Area because they were from different countries or different parts of the U.S. was very eye-opening to me. And it made me realize that the Bay Area is someplace that only I would fit in. Or it's a place where I feel like someone like me who has grown up here would have a hard time fitting in anywhere else. I don't know how you guys feel about that. No, I would definitely agree. And since I go to the same school as Amanda, I've had a pretty much similar experience and similar feeling. Um, last night, I was like reading some news articles and then I ended up like looking up demographics of Atlanta for some reason. And then long story short, I was looking up the racial composition of like San Francisco and then specifically San Ramon. So for San Francisco, I, obviously the Asian population is pretty high. It's like 40% white and then 30% um, Asians. And then going to San Ramon, it's even more skewed where it's like 40% white and 40% Asian. So that just gives like background into how like how many Asians there are in this mm -hmm. in this area and then like comparing that to all my friends experiences living in their hometowns I can't really imagine like what that feels like because I've never really lived anywhere else. I think it's super interesting that you brought that up because 40% Asian is obviously not a minority anymore and so growing up in San Ramon we're always like oh it's a pretty like diverse place in terms of how many minorities are here and going to Berkeley I was like San Ramon was not diverse like there's so many more people here that I just have never interacted with and like growing up in high school I was only friends with Asians and like two white people <laughs> um, so it was very shocking to go to Berkeley and just meet so many different people even if they're Asian and they're from different parts of the country. They're like, I've never been to a place where there's so many people like me. Yeah, I definitely feel that. Um, I especially felt that when I, um, like, because I don't, I didn't stay in the Bay Area for school. So I went to the other side of the country, which was a big transition. And I remember like one anecdote was um, at Harvard, we get assigned roommates our freshman year. And I saw that like most of my roommates were white. And I realized like that was a point of reckoning for me where I just realized I did not have any white friends before that. And so like I just was like 
it was to the point where I was like, I don't even know like how I'm going to interact with them because I'm so used to interacting with Asians my whole life. And like looking back on that now, like most of my friends in college are actually not Asian. And that's such a stark contrast to what my life was like in San Ramon where like I didn't even question like being like Asian American, like the so-called minority because it felt so normal to be surrounded by other Asians here. But I think like once we all went to college, it seems that we all kind of like had different experiences meeting new people. And so I definitely relate to that as well. When you went to Harvard, did you feel like you didn't know how to interact with different groups of people or did it come more naturally? Yeah, so like that feeling where I didn't know how to interact with people, that was before I went to Harvard. And then I think like the first couple months we were just meeting a lot of new people and like I like kind of like what you said, Amanda, like meeting so many new people, even Asian people that you just like from different places that you would not have met otherwise. And I think it came a lot more naturally than I thought it would at first. Um, Just because like we're all really different, but I think like we're all in the same place. We all obviously like have different passions, but we're all students as well. So there was a lot of ways to connect with people who had very, very different backgrounds. And I think that's like the great thing about meeting new people. Do you feel like it's changed um, how you like interact with people or change your perceptions or anything like that, being around like a more diverse group of people? Um, I think like, I don't know if you guys feel this, but the Bay Area does feel like a bubble. Um, and so it feels pretty eye-opening just to meet new people. I mean, like, I know like Berkeley's in the Bay Area, but you guys have said that you've met a lot of new people. Like, do you feel like you've been able to like learn new perspectives, even if you're staying in the Bay Area? I think that's... (laughs) definitely true like the bay area is a bubble but it's a very worldly bubble in terms of not only the demographics but on top of that like our industries which are very tech oriented and to a large extent that draws in a lot of the demographic that you see and so the intersection of the economy around here, as well as the type of people here, is very integrated. And it's hard to separate the two and and see Bay Area as just a place where a lot of Asians reside. And you kind of are drawn naturally to the question of why and and what makes the Bay Area this type of place. Yeah, I would say for me, I haven't done a really good job of like breaking out of my comfort zone and really seeking to be around a lot of diverse people. Um, I would say that my friend groups are a lot more diverse than like my high school friend groups in the sense that they're just very different people um, in terms of personality, but I haven't really like gone into other um, cultural groups or things like that. Um, But I think a lot of my really, really close friends just so happen to be people who have or who come from really different backgrounds too and really want to seek out like another place to live in or have international experience. And I think that's kind of rubbed off on me in the past year, year and a half, where I'm also reconsidering like like Linda said, living in this 
like Bay Area bubble and what it would be like to um, work in another place and meet people from a whole nother region. Amanda, I don't know how you feel about it, but do you think this is a place you want to stay long term or, or is this like just yeah. for short term and then you want to move out? I think I definitely feel the same way as you, like before college and even until this year, probably, I never wanted to leave the Bay Area just because there's so much here for me and it's where I feel like I fit in. And like I said before, one of the only places where I feel like I could probably fit in completely. And that's something that I've been very lucky to grow up with where I feel completely at home. Um, but as I've talked to a lot of different people in college and just met so many international students, I definitely feel like I want to broaden my horizons and visit a lot of, a lot of other places. I don't know if that means that I'll live in another country or even a different state, um, but I definitely want to see a lot more places. Yeah, I like feel that as well. I think for me, it's a little bit different in that I like went to college in a new state. And I guess ever since I went to college, I felt like I like changed in that I met a lot of different people and experienced a lot of new things to the point where like when I come back to the Bay Area, I don't know if I feel completely at home here, but like that's a good thing for me because it means I'm like growing and I'm learning new things. Um, but because I also have very ingrained experiences growing up in the Bay Area, I don't feel like I fully fit in in Boston where I go to school. And so it's this kind of weird middle ground where I feel in touch with both places, but not like particularly grounded in anywhere, which means that like I do want to move around. And so like for me, I don't know if I would actually want to come back to the Bay Area anytime soon, but it has been nice being home in quarantine. Yeah, I guess like kind of like bouncing off of that, like one of the questions that I had was like, we were all part of the same kind of friend group where we had a very similar experience in high school where we like felt like we were part of the majority. And I guess we both like all acknowledge that the Bay Area is actually a very diverse place, yet it still feels like a little bit of a bubble or like it's very Asian dominated, I guess. Like, why do you guys think that our experience in, experiences in high school were like that? Like, but now that we are in college and two of you guys actually are still in the Bay Area going to school, it's a different experience now. I think a big part of what I was thinking of is why is a suburb like San Ramon different than Berkeley for a lot of reasons, obviously. But one of the answers that I have is that Berkeley is a big public school and I just meet so many people from so many backgrounds, different countries and different um, parts of the U.S. that I would never have the chance to meet in high school. So high school is definitely a bubble. Some might call our high school that we went to diverse, but going to Berkeley, I think specifically UC Berkeley and if I had gone to a smaller school that wouldn't have been the case either um, especially just because different parts of California are also so different um, but yeah it's very different than high school 
And San Ramon is a small suburb, obviously, too. Yeah, and I guess another aspect of San Ramon that makes it so sheltered is how everyone is pretty homogenous in terms of like their backgrounds, um, not just race, but also income levels and things like that. Whereas Berkeley is a lot more diverse. And I feel like as an econ major, I've become more interested in like income inequality specifically. Um, so I think like being in an area like Berkeley where it has slightly more um, like a bigger range of you know, people who aren't making as much money, you just get exposed to um, a lot more kinds of people. And it reminds you that like San Ron is so not normal. Um, and yeah. Do you guys have specific experiences that would highlight what it's like growing up in San Ramon? For me, like San Ramon is defined by like, like no malls, like nothing like that. We have a Safeway and that's about it. Yeah, one experience, I think this is pretty San Ramon is, and I know you guys will relate to this, is like all the people in our high school would just hang out at the Safeway Plaza. So for context, our high school is located about like a 15 minute walk away from or 10 minute walk away from a Safeway Plaza. And like Amanda said, there's no malls in San Ramon. And so the only fun thing you can do is during like a free period or after school walk to the Safeway Plaza and like buy bubble tea or <laughs> tour around Safeway and like buy candy. Um, and that was where most people would go after school and hang out. And I feel like that kind of just speaks to like the very, I guess, quaint, simple almost way of life where that's just what San Ramon is. Yeah, we were like very sheltered. There wasn't a lot of ways to rebel or even to not rebel and just do fun things in general. And I think that is representative of San Ramon. Like it's a very controlled, like small town environment. A caveat, though, for that is I think it is very quaint and simple, but it's almost like elitist in a sense. Um, I don't know if like other people from the area have talked to you about San Ramon, but one of my friends who lives in Dublin, like he always jokes around that San Ramon is just made up of a bunch of rich people, um, which it like to an extent, it's somewhat true because a lot of people here are pretty high income families. Um, but also I think going to Berkeley and then comparing my experiences, um, in terms of like how often I came home, the kinds of like privileges I had compared to them, even if they do live in the Bay Area, that really made me realize like how sheltered and different, um, my friends are from this area are. So for example, like in freshman year, um, I would come home pretty often and my parents would drive me home from Berkeley, but like talking to other people from um, also like local neighborhoods, they'd be taking BART home or something like that, um, or they wouldn't go home very often. And so this was like something I realized early on and I would only talk about this with like, I would only talk about going home usually with um, San Ramon people because I felt self-conscious of how often and easily I could get home. 
Yeah, there definitely is a level of privilege to live here. And I feel like the lack of anything besides houses and schools kind of speaks to that because it does attract a very specific type of person or family. Um, and like not trying to generalize, but like most of the people that we do know in San Ramon are from like families that make a pretty good income and want their kids to go to like a good public school. So like another thing is we have really good public schools here. And generally like these kids do go on to college and like have higher education. And so that's also something that I realized where there's like a level of privilege that we have to even be able to live here um, that I just wasn't really aware of until I did meet other people who did not have those privileges. Yeah, one of the big things I noticed talking to a lot of friends in freshman year of college was I would say I'm from San Ramon and they would know the school or high school. Um, and they would be like, how many people from your high school are here? Or do you have a lot of friends from your high school and college? And I would say like, yeah, there's at least like, I don't know what the number is, like 50 kids from my high school class at Berkeley and they would just be floored because most of the people who are at Berkeley are maybe like one of a few kids who are there from their high school and so that is really such like a eye-opener to the type of um, environment that San Ramon breeds it's very I think what Shinshin said is accurate it is pretty elitist and people come here for a specific reason which is good schools or a good neighborhood and all that. Yeah, um, like a side anecdote, I was playing golf with this guy yesterday and he was telling me that like his son, um, when they were trying to decide where to send him to high school, they had the option between like Doherty and which is where he went to high school and De La Salle and they ended up choosing De La Salle because he quote unquote like wanted his kid to like be able to have fun and be a kid and that made me really reflect on my own high school experiences because one of the things that I really remembered from high school is the kind of pressure and culture to excel in the classroom and like do well on SATs and then the culture around college applications and how everyone was very anxious and very focused on it. And I think that speaks a lot to the culture and the motivations for families who do move to San Ramon because like one of the things about this place is that there are always new houses. So people always wanna come here to live and move here. I know that's like the reputation that Doherty has, but speaking on our own personal experiences, did you guys feel a lot of pressure in high school? or feel like you were very stressed all the time? I think I was pretty stressed, especially during my junior year, but even looking back, it's hard for me to distinguish if it was because of just like myself putting pressure to like take these classes, or if it really was because a lot of my peers were doing the same thing and trying really hard. I'm sure it's like a combination of both, but I do also feel like the stress levels were um, exaggerated a bit um, and, and like we do talk about it also at Berkeley I think it's also really stressful not sure if I would say to the extent that people make fun of it for but um, yeah I think it's kind of a combination. Yeah I think I just there was a lot of conversation about like SAT scores and like 
just classes in general. And I think there was like a culture of, yeah, I guess like for me, I would probably say it was a combination of both where I I also put pressure on myself. Um, But then there was also like external, maybe a perceived external pressure to do more. Um, Yeah, I, I think like it definitely like, there was an external factor, but it might've just been also like the perception that I had of other people. And that like resulted in my own actions of like taking harder classes or studying more for certain tests. Yeah, I agree. I think most of it probably had to do with the culture. I didn't feel like particularly stressed all the time, Um, but it was very much like I want to be at a certain level just because everyone else is. And it's kind of like a benchmark of where I thought I needed to be in order to go to whatever college or achieve whatever I wanted to. Um, So I do think that like that internal pressure um, was magnified because of um, external things. Also, to be quite honest, I feel like the reason why it um, got exaggerated to that extent was because um, like we didn't have anything else to worry about <laughs> for the most part. Like that was, school was all we did. Um, there wasn't anything else that we needed to really worry about. And so like that kind of just blew out of proportion. Yeah, it was very much a self-feeding cycle. Yeah, that's actually so true. I like now that I think back on high school, I feel like most of the time I stayed within like five miles of my house. Like most of it was just at school. Yeah, and like think about the things that were most interesting to talk about. Like remember after prom or something and we heard about a couple parties. Like we talked about that for weeks. <laughs> yeah, there like we I, I just realized like I did not talk about like any like current like I didn't really think about current events or like any bigger social issues I was thinking about like AP bio like tests in like two weeks that's actually crazy I didn't realize that until just now when you mentioned that yeah there's nothing interesting happening (laughs) um definitely not crazy high school stories yeah like whenever high school comes up for like in conversations now and people start talking about their high school experiences I like I don't have any really (laughs) about besides like this one really hard class I took (laughs) yeah wow the good thing about that though is in college now I just have like a low threshold of for like how fun I think things are like kind of fun for other people I'm like living the time of life you know because in high school that didn't happen for me yeah, if I go out to get ice cream one night, that's, like, a great week for me. <laughs> yeah, and, like, you didn't plan it, and you just decided yeah. to go, right? <laughs> or, like, going out to karaoke, I was like, I never did this before. This right? <laughs> like, the time... I didn't like, drive in high school. Yeah, one thing I did do wish is, like, I wish I drove earlier, because maybe that would have, like, led me to leave San Ramon more often. Yeah. Oh, that's so true. <laughs> yeah. I guess, like, now that we're rounding up on 30 minutes, does anyone else have any, like, final thoughts they want to share about their thoughts on the Bay Area in general? 
I guess I would just want to add that, like, I feel like I said a lot of negative things about San Ramon, but um, I do really like the experience so far. Um, obviously, like, every place has its negatives, but I think I really, like, appreciate and grateful for the opportunities that I've gotten being around so many, like, smart people, like Belinda and Amanda. <laughs> yeah, I feel the same, like, especially coming back from Berkeley, like, on breaks and things to San Ramon, I'm like, wow, this place is so calm, so peaceful and clean, like, the streets are so quiet at night, and it really is a wonderful place to raise a child or to grow up. Yeah, I guess kind of, like, to wrap up, definitely feel like I did also say some negative things about, like, the perception of San Ramon, but like Amanda and Shinjin said, we're just so lucky to be able to live here and have this very unique experience that we can finally reflect on right now. And like looking back just from this 30 minute conversation, there are so many things that I either like didn't notice or just took for granted. And I feel like I'm really excited for future episodes to dive into this more. Um, But for now we're gonna wrap up, but it was great talking to you guys and we will talk about some more stuff next week. Bye. 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 <laughs>